Stack on the side of the road with RAA Road Service Patrols just around the corner. All it takes is a quick call. Then you can get back to the important stuff, like listening to Beck and Soda's podcast. Become a member today. T's and C's apply. Visit raa.com.au. SAFM's Beck and Soda. If you can't remember the last time you had your brakes checked, it's been too long. Call 1300 Automasters. Got some money every day. Beck and Soda's Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. All right, we have some clues for you to help you win a thousand bucks next week or Monday, in fact. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is for Alpha Bucks in the six thirty edition. Right, uh, your letter is Alpha Lima. Right, Beck, let's give some answers. Just okay. the answers. Yeah, we'll give you well, some answers. The question's need. going to become obvious when mm-hmm. we give you the answer, mm-hmm. isn't right. it? Um, one of the answers you'll need is Libra. Another one is Lasagna, mm. and what about Lavender? So okay. Libra, lasagna, and lavender, they are answers to three of the questions for 6.30 Monday. Yeah, that's right. Monday the 23rd, if you're listening over the weekend here. And all right, let's go to uh, 7.30. Uh, an answer you will need, um, drama. Yep. What about uh, Don't Stop Believing? Okay, that's a song. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Hey, we're here to help. Yeah, we're here to help. Uh, and uh, Denmark. Okay. There's some answers. So D's your letter for 7.30. And at 8.30 on Monday, C for Charlie, uh, Crow, Captain America, and Chalk. Wow. Okay. Okay. Crow, Captain Write America, and Chalk. That gives you three out of ten. A pretty good start to win $1,000. Good luck. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Six to nine weekdays. SAFM. Beck and Sodas, morning quickie. Producer Rach is in with what's making headlines this morning. Good morning, guys. Get Hello. ready because tech prices are going up. Netflix is scrapping its cheapest ad-free plan, which mm. is currently $10.99 a month from Monday. Oh, wow. All right. Mm. Yep. So now the cheapest ad-free plan is $16.99, which is going to cost us an extra 72 buckaroonies a year. So that will just come out if you're already lined, you don't have to tick a box or anything or agree to it? I believe you have to agree to it. All right. So next time you click on your Netflix or something, will it say... You might be logged out. Right. That is a significant increase. What sort of percentage, math guru? Hang on. uh, More more than 50%. Yes. Well well done. Let's let's run with... with, $72 increase. A year. Yeah. So it's about 60%. Can I play the devil's advocate? I know that bills are going up everywhere, but the production values of Netflix, like if you think of how much it would cost them to make The Crown, where they basically recreate Buckingham Palace, that shit mm. ain't cheap. <laughs> right, eh? Okay. Wowie. Okay, right. let's move on. Well, uh, yes. Know, do you know what else isn't cheap? Twitter. They're going to start charging a sign-up fee $1. If you don't pay it, you won't be able to tweet, retweet. Okay. What? Elon. I'm over this X. As soon as it became X and I didn't have the little blue bird on my screen and the Oh, hate... was that to verify you're famous? No, 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 no. I lost my tick. I lost my tick when I changed. I don't know. I'm, I'm oh. on Twitter. But it's not... I can't even call it X anymore. And can you... You just said tweet, retweet. Yeah. Is it even called that anymore? Because it's X and re-X. It doesn't make sense so to me. So does everyone on there pay a dollar or does everyone who joins up now pay a dollar? Everyone who joins up has to pay a dollar. And everyone before that still stays on for yeah. free. Yeah. It's oh, to reduce right. the amount... Amount of bots and all the spam oh, okay. and all that. Yeah. It's not a nice place, X anymore. There's Get a lot some of, news out of it, though. 
I do. That's the thing. Every time I think I'm going to yeah. quit, I actually, when I scroll, it's a good place to get what's happening. But yeah. there's also a lot of hate, a lot of Crows fans on there that really hate me. <laughs> just log out. <laughs> you should, if people hate you on it, just jump out yourself. Doesn't yeah. have to affect everyone else. Mm. Yeah, mm. Just get that's, out of it. that's fair. That's mm. excellent advice and seems quite simple, doesn't it? <laughs> it really does. <laughs> All right, guys, imagine walking through your bottle looking for your favourite wine or your beer, but mm. all you see are labels with graphic images of livers and hearts. Oh. Mm. Oh, like the cigarette packets. Yep. Well, yep. That could be the case soon because medical groups are pushing for all beer and wine bottles to have a health warning about the likelihoods mm. of developing cancer or heart disease or liver disease. It's funny. Do you know a lot of people, I reckon, go into a bottle and pick the wine they're about to drink by the label? Yeah. The mm. colour or the style? And I do think that alcohol is different to cigarettes because there's no safe quantity of cigarettes, whereas you can socially have a couple of drinks with it not doing permanent damage to your liver. Yeah. What would get me more is a warning like, think about how you're going to feel in the morning when you remember what you said. <laughs> <laughs> This bottle is likely to call higher levels of anxiety and depression the next day. Yes. This could destroy your relationship. Yeah, make sure your head in the toilet tomorrow Um, morning. It'd be quite confronting, though, because, you know, I mean, I don't smoke and I don't often see a pack of cigarettes here and there, but when you do see a pack and you see, like, a mangy foot with no toe on it, it looks pretty disgusting. Um, I'm not sure if you're having a little Savion Blanc whether you want to see a liver that's been pretty much smashed by being on the drink. Not my cup of tea. <laughs> no, but I think, you know, alcohol is such uh, a systemic part of our society, isn't it? It's mm. just in bad in everything. And even still now, if you go somewhere and you don't have a drink, a lot of people look at you and go, you're not drinking or mm. why don't you drink? Yeah. Um, you know what? I reckon we're going to end up seeing this. Okay. I reckon mm. it will happen. Thank you, Rach. SAFM's Beck and Soda. All right, we always need tips on what to watch because there are so many options and it can be overwhelming. So we are joined by national entertainment writer for News Corp, Lisa Wolford, who comes bearing snacks, so we love her even more. Lisa, give us another tip. All right, Lessons in Chemistry, which is based on the best-selling book by um, Bonnie Gamu. Have you read that book? No, no, I haven't read it and I haven't even heard of this, which is why you're here. Mm. Really? (laughs) That's what I'm here. Books and TV, I'm here. Um, look, it, it sounds really kind of boring, right? Lessons in chemistry, like a textbook or something mm. like that. Is it actually like... It is not. It's about chemistry, though? Kind of. So it's set in the 50s, and which I read somewhere the other day, they're calling it a period drama, right? I'm oh, like, the 50s are oh, now a period. The 50s <laughs> are now a period drama. How did that happen? We are so old. Well, I am. Um, so it's about Elizabeth Zott, who is trying to be a scientist, mm chemist back in the days when, you know, women didn't work in labs Mm -hmm. and so she was allowed to be an assistant and ends up a single mother. She ends up being sacked from the lab and then um, they offer this her a starring role in a TV cooking show. Oh, right. And it's how she applies chemistry to cooking. Oh, I love that. Okay. And the best thing is her famous line is, children set the table, your mother needs a moment to herself. (laughs) Right. I can relate. Um, And do you actually get to see what she does chemically wise? Yep. She sets up a whole lab in her house to cook sort of in this really scientific way. I know it sounds really quirky, but it it was an amazing book. So fingers crossed the whole adaptation works really well. Have you seen much of it? I've only seen the first two episodes. How would you take it? I know I'm I'm pleasantly 
you know, coping yep. with it. So um, anyone we know in it? Yes. Um, Captain Marvel's Brie Larson mm-hmm. is in the starring role. I love her. And she is fabulous. She's the perfect Elizabeth Yeah, Scott. I love Brie Larson. Okay, now I'm on board. Brilliant. All right. So what do you give that from the first couple of episodes you've seen? I give it three and a half leases with the potential Ooh. for it to go up to four, four and a half. Right. And that's on what streaming service? That's on Apple TV. Again, yep. Episodes dropping weekly on Friday. Okay, so that's called Lessons in Chemistry. Thanks, Good on you, Lise. Pleasure. Cooking with chemicals. <laughs> <laughs> this is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Beck and Soda for breakfast. Uh, live from John Hartley's school in Smithfield, celebrating little Raiden for his deluxe drop-off today. And this school's done it tough because I think it was around about Easter time. They had a fire at the school yeah. before the kids came back, which was... Horrible. They had eight classrooms damaged and uh, everyone's been moved into transportables and still working in there. So it's about a million dollars damaged. So we thought we'd come along here and make sure that we put a smile on the kids' faces because they'll have all new classrooms by next year. Awesome to see so many little happy faces already here at school and they've got their Flurio Milka. Uh, and the big superstar himself has rocked in. Look at that man over there. Oh, Ian Steele from Kickstart for Kids. We've got Steele here helping out. He is an absolute magician. Um, now, talking about schools, Beck, uh, my little ones at primary school have their sports day today. Oh, what colour are they? Uh, they're red and their team is called Sturt, which to me is unusual because Sturt was always blue, blue in no, football. Yeah. But anyway, mm. um, now, do you have nicknames? Your three kids. As they're growing up, did you have little nicknames um, you and James? Oh, um, Frankie gets Frankenstein sometimes because okay. he misbehaves. But apart yep. from that, we're pretty uncreative. Just sort of Grace is Gracie. Grace becomes Gracie. Mm. Miller becomes Mill. Okay. <laughs> I know. Well, <laughs> crazy zany family. You're right out there, aren't you? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Frankenstein. I know. It's so edgy. Right. Um, well, my um, three have nicknames, right? So the firstborn is Felix, he's now 11 and he's called Bug because he looked like a little bug when he was born. Oh, that's cute. You know, like a little glow worm sort of thing with his little round bald head. I get it. Um, Sienna, the middle one's called Sienna Bear because she's just a cuddly bear. Very cute. And Otis, who is seven, he's Oat the Goat purely because of rhyming. Rhyming, I get that. Yeah, he's just called the Goat, a goat. And so they call each other those names as well. Everyone does. I hardly call them by their real names. Anyway, um, but Sienna has now told me, because, you know, they get to that age where in public, particularly at school, yes. they don't want to, you know, do the hug and the kiss and yeah. the hold hands. And so I see her in the school gate and I yell out and I go, see you, bear. And she goes, <laughs> no, no, and shakes her head and looks away. So she said to me the other day, Dad, can you stop calling me bear at school? And I said, of course, I'll call you Sienna. Anyway, school sports today. I was warned yesterday. She said, Dad, you're coming to school sports, aren't you? I said, of course, I love it. And she said, can you not call me Bear? And I said, you've already told me. I'm going to run with Sienna. But she said, when I'm running, can you not yell out Sienna? And I said, oh, okay. I'd just like to say go, Sienna. She said, no, you're not allowed to. And she said, and can you not yell out faster, faster? She said, because it's a sprint race, I'm already running as fast as I can. Don't you get it? So I said, what can I do? Hang on. Have you yelled out faster, faster in the past? I like at little Aths. You know, you should be running past. I go, go, Bear, go on faster, faster. Well done, Bear. Like the Serena Williams dad. Yeah. King Richard. (laughs) I'm King Richard. (laughs) And then I make her at the end go back and sprint three or four times. (laughs) No, I don't do that. Um, Anyway, so, you know, it might just a little bit of encouragement. Go, Bear, faster, faster. So she said, Dad, you can't yell out anything. And I said, what am I allowed to do? And she said, um, you can clap. And I went, oh, good. And she goes, but do not clap until I cross the finish line. You cannot clap while I'm running. <laughs> oh, no, I got And she said, for every time you say bear, that is one punch. Oh. And I said, hang on, we can't have violence. She goes, yeah. that'll teach you then, Dad. No bear, and then you'll be no punches. You're going to be okay. 
<laughs> so if I come to uh, work on Monday and I've Some got bruises all over me, yeah. obviously I couldn't handle myself and I was going, go bear, faster, faster. Faster bear. <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. Grant Stevens is our cop at the top. He's known as the commissioner, of course. But commish to his mates. Beck and Soda have some questions to ask. So as a representative of Sable, let's go ask Grant Stevens stuff. Also known as the big cheese. Yeah. The big commissioner is in here, and after yeah. I've given him my list of issues that I wanted to address in the community, now we can turn the mics off. <laughs> yeah, Beck's well, been running around yeah. wanting to make all these citizens arrests of people that have overtaken her and all these different yeah. things on the roads. Well, oh. as, as important as that is, I think <laughs> yeah. we need to get to the bottom of something more important. Oh. Yep. Magic Mark. Oh. Have you heard about time, Magic Time Mark? to come clean. <laughs> oh, this is legit. You need to disclose just how your surveilling these people because the only the only lawful surveillance mm. in South Australia is conducted by the South Australia Police. <laughs> no, that's a very, very good so, point. You're a you fan of the segment? Um, <laughs> it concerns me. Uh, yeah. right. Just for yeah. those who are just joining us, uh, Soda, yes. please explain. So Magic Mark, uh, normally we do this around about 8 o'clock on a Thursday and that's where I'll ask someone who is in their car three random questions and from that I have the ability to deduce and compute that information and then tell them the colour and the make of their car. Mm-hmm. Now, I can comfortably declare to you um, it's magic. That's the that's the response. Uh, there were people there concerned that there are drones up in the sky because I asked someone where their car is, where they're stationed because yeah. I need to get that real feeling to get the vibe. All right, then. Um, my, my black Toyota's out the front. You ask me three questions and see if you can tell me what it is and what colour it is. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, no. I was just about to go through the motions, Beck, and I was going to say that that uh, black Toyota yeah. you were driving, yeah. No, no, even I'm getting it. It's white and it's got markings. Right. Well, yeah. consider yourself on notice, I think, Soda. But uh, Magic Mark, in the meantime, back next Thursday after 8. Hey, Grant, I've got to ask a big news over the past uh, few days is the bicycle bandit that ran amok up in the hills. Um, well done. You've Looks like you've got him. Obviously, it needs to go to court. But uh, the DNA in a cold case, essentially. Well, look, this is a, just a, 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 a massive outcome uh, mm. and shows the resilience and the, the tenacity of the investigators in South Australia Police that... This guy started committing offences. The bicycle bandit, his first crime was in 2004 and he, yep. he was offending right through to 2014. Mm. You know, we haven't let go. We've we've continued to allocate investigators uh, as people have moved on from the organisation. We've had new people come in who have gone through the, the reviews and, yeah, as a result of a major review in 2018, we got a few leads that we were able to follow mm. up on and we've, we've now got a result that means we can put someone to the courts mm. uh, for these um, 11 robberies over a significant period of time. So you never get away with it. We uh, we have a pretty good strike rate with historical uh, cold cases. Mm. You know, Louise Bell, um, yep. you know, we got a result on that. Um, the NCA bombing back in 1994. Absolutely. Just, you know, there are lots of examples yeah. where, you know, our investigators and do such a great job, but credit also has to go to the people who respond in the first instance and the way they collect evidence, preserve yep. evidence. That gives us the ability mm. to go back and review these cases and get results as technology changes. So this is a total team effort and you know, we're really pleased that we can get results. The other big case making headlines this week was the huge fire at Stirling. Two teenage boys have been mm. charged. Um, my daughter is the same age as one of them. I cannot imagine sitting your kid down and say, look what you've done. Mm. What penalties could they face? Because they're just kids. Well, that, that's a matter for the youth court. Mm. Um, mm. I wouldn't even try and forecast what outcomes mm. uh, young children who commit those types of crimes might might experience. But 
Um, I think they probably, if they weren't aware beforehand, I think they're probably aware of the significance of their actions and the consequences that they're responsible for. Pretty amazing. I think in the end, it was started off at like 15 million damage. That took like 25 million. Yeah, well, I think, um, I think, uh, and this is, you know, this is nothing specific or, yeah. or, or definite, but I think the early indications were damage to the Woolworths part of the, the, the yep. centre, but, you know, further assessments have shown that the entire mm. centre has been affected, so it's, it is a significant damage bill. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. And well, I, I do need to say that uh, these two particular individuals are subject to the same sort of ju- justice process as anyone else. So yep. I'm not speculating on their guilt or innocence, but of course. You know, we, we can talk about the fact that there has been a crime committed. Mm. The consequences are significant and mm. our investigation will get to the bottom of that and we'll put that material to the court. Kids do not play with matches. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, you know, we all know that young kids make dumb decisions mm. a lot yeah. of the time, but mm. this one, if if it is as we suspect it to be, yep. plays out, you know, very significant. Righto. Well, Grant, thank you so much for your time. Change your pace just before you go. Um, I did know you're in a black Toyota because I could see you're on the 13th floor. I was actually watching you get out of your car. Okay, that's so. um, that's that, stalking. That's creepy. It? That is really creepy. Yeah, yeah. I saw him under a bush in my front yard the other day. <laughs> this is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Beck, one of my best mates, Foggy, uh, he does a little bit of work for a mining company, and so he comes to Adelaide pretty regularly, and a couple of times he's stayed over at my house recently. Oh, my God, cute. Did you do face masks and did you have pillow fights? Yeah, we just did nail polish and all that sort of stuff together, which was great. Um, anyway, the other day, right, and he's exhausted because he works hard and he gets up early like, we do, but he actually works during the day as well, <laughs> unlike us. Anyway, he was lying on the couch and we were watching uh, TV the other night and it was like 8.08. I actually okay. looked at the time and we were in the middle of a conversation. Halfway through a sentence that I was talking about, I hear this because I recorded it. That's it. That is legitimate that he was snoring like that. So I actually recorded him, right? So loud. And I couldn't believe it. And we were in the middle, and I was sort of thinking, going, mate, I'm just talking. And I look over. Are and you he's, talking about your firefighting career or something? No, we were just talking about what was on the TV. We're talking about football. And he'd passed out. And then anyway, and I went, oi. And he woke up and I said, what are you doing? He goes, no, what? What are you talking about? And I said, mate, you just fell asleep. And then um, I played it to him. I said, you were talking. I was talking. And then this happened. <laughs> Oh, it, that's oh. exactly what he sounded like. And then what about this? Then during the night, I was getting up to go and get a drink, you know, and go to the toilet at about 2 a.m. He was sleeping upstairs with the door shut, and I could still hear him snoring. Does he have a partner? Yeah, he does. He does. And I'm just thinking, this is absolutely ridiculous. Um, and then I thought, God, if you are a snorer, and your partner isn't, you would be having absolute nightmares having to deal with this. You would not be able to sleep next to that. Is James a snorer? Only when he's had a few beers. Right. And then usually if I elbow him and roll him over, he stops. Are you a snorer? Only when I've had a few beers. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> right. What about a couple of little um, little bubbles here and there? <laughs> yeah, sometimes if I've... And then I was just thinking, and it got me, I think, God, if this bloke, if he was my partner, which he's not, not there's anything wrong with that, um, if he was my partner, I'm thinking, oh, I could not handle that. No, you couldn't. And then I thought, you know what we need to do? I want to find if there is anyone that is a bigger snorer than my mate Froggy. Yeah, there might be people out there going, oh, my God, my husband's way worse Ten times. Like, does he sound, your husband or your wife or your partner, they sound worse than this? (laughs) 
Right, if they do, I want you to record them. Okay. Right, I want you to record them. You know what I'm going to do? We're going to find a prize, a great prize, and we're going to find the biggest snorer in Adelaide, and we're going to make their partner's life a little easier, <laughs> but we're also going to try and get them to stop snoring. All right, Sounds so is fair. someone wrecking your life because they're snoring? They sound like there's a chainsaw going off next to your head every night. Right, <laughs> what we want you to do is go to safm.com.au and upload them snoring. Okay, <laughs> record it and send it to us. We're going to make your life better. SAFM's Beck and Soda. We'll drop you off at school in a Ferrari. A Lambo or a Rolls, Benz or Bugatti. Or a fire engine, I don't know, whatever you want. Beck and Soda's deluxe drop-off. Yeah, Beck and Soda live from John Hartley School in Smithfield this morning for our deluxe drop-off. Yeah, we are just waiting for Raiden to arrive in a McLaren. And we're at this school today because they've had a bit of a rough year. They had eight classrooms destroyed earlier this year by fire. Millions of dollars damaged. Some of the classrooms are still in transportables. So we thought we'd come and cheer them all up today. Absolutely. Now, I know Raiden is super excited. I just spoke to his little sister, Liana. And she, oh, hang on. They're coming. They're cheering. (laughs) And she said that Raiden last night was having trouble sleeping because he knew he was going to come to school in this sports car in just a moment. So this is going to be absolutely fantastic you know, for you, Beck. This reminds me of the Christmas pageant when Santa's about to arrive. The excitement and the anticipation of us waiting to see this sports Uh-oh. car. Here he comes. The driveway. I can hear it revving. Here it is. We're in the Zagami McLaren. Oh, have a look at Raiden's look at smile. Look at it, kids. Oh, hang on. Let's have a listen to this. Oh. <laughs> Oh, this looks like Beck. This looks like Batman's just come to the cave. Have a look at this beautiful vehicle. And Beck, look at Raiden. You can see him. Oh, Raiden, you rock star. Hey, tell us, how was the trip? Good. Good. Another word for good? Super exciting. Yeah, good on you, mate. This is awesome. All right, kids, uh, we're going to get some photos with that. Raiden, great to see you. Remember, go to safm.com.au if you'd like to get one of your kids dropped off to school in style thanks to our friends at Zagami's. Oh, here we go. I feel like I'm at the uh, Velo Adelaide 500. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Beck and Soda for breakfast, live from John Hartley School in Smithfield for our deluxe drop-off this morning. <laughs> uh, lots of goodies to give away. Thanks to Nippy's Beerenberg, Fleuria Milk and uh, the gang from Kickstart for Kids cooking up a delicious brekkie this morning. Rightio. Hey, Beck, remember last week, it was last Friday, we do our Gallery of Greats where we celebrate wonderful feats that uh, our listeners have been involved in and we talked about the longest time in a job. Yeah, who was our winner in the end? It was Robin from Lewiston, remember? She had 50 years in the same job in government publishing. 50 years printing out legislation and everything. Um, So she picked up our Golden Greater Award for Gallery of the Greats, and she's up on our wall already, our wall of fame. Yes. Um, Now, you know what I thought? We were doing the longest time in a job and celebrated that. So you know what we should do? What should we do? Let's do the shortest. Oh, let's Why do not? the shortest. What's the shortest time you've ever had in one job? Um, I worked for the education department when I yep. finished my journalism degree. I wrote their in-house newsletter. Great. About two months. How riveting. <laughs> 
What a great progression. Shout out to my mates for the education. No, um, and, and what sort of things were you writing? I was writing about um, teachers' achievements. Great. And um, uh, initiatives in schools. Nice. I love it. Uh, how long did you last? Yeah, two months. Oh, really? Why? <laughs> I got a cadetship at the ABC. Right. And, and the rest is history. The rest is history. So two months was the shortest time in each. Shortest it's time. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not that short. What about you? Uh, I worked at Hungry Jack. HJ's. Yeah, HJ's. I used to work there. And uh, I was flipping burgers, and you know what? It was a really, really uh, intense job. You know, whacking. Remember they used to have yumbos? They don't have many more. It was, it was a ha- toast, a ham and cheese burger. Okay, no. And you get the yumbos, you make the big whoppers and so forth. Um, and I lasted uh, two shifts. Two shifts? Yeah, I mean, the meat smell was a bit intense, but also the thing was I had a mullet back then, right? So I was about <laughs> 16. And the, I had to wear a hairnet to house my mullet, and it just didn't feel natural. Oh, so my mullet needed to flow freely. So I decided <laughs> two shifts was enough, and I bailed from Hungry Jack. So, so intimidated by the whoppers? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, they had a couple of junior whoppers, so I was a little more comfortable <laughs> handling those. Uh, righto. So you know what we need to do? Let's do this. This is the Beck and Soda's Gallery of Greats. We are looking to induct you into our gallery of greats. The shortest time in a job. Okay. Right? The shortest amount of time did you last in a job and for either you got sacked or you decided, like Beck, I'm going on to bigger and better things. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Let's go to Bibiana in Paradise. How long in your job? Hi. I only lasted six weeks as a Coles Relay merchandiser. Right. So, uh, Bibiana, what did that really, involve? really, really boring. Um, really didn't have anyone to speak to, so... Right. Yeah, I just found it boring. Six weeks, right? And did you regret having to give notice, or you're more than happy to do it? More than happy to do it, yeah. <laughs> I'd actually stop and speak to customers and see if they needed help finding anything. That's how I needed, you know, I really needed to speak to people, and I was just bored stacking the yeah. shelves. Yep, you can go past and go, Zuba Dubas are in aisle two. All right, uh, cleaning products in eight. All right, Bibiana, uh, six weeks. All right, let's see if we can get less. Kelly from Salisbury, how long? Hi, guys. I lasted two days as a, as a telemarketer. Everyone kept hanging up on me. <laughs> oh, that would be the worst, Cal. That would be so demoralising and people would be um, rude. Cal, can you give us yeah. a little a little spiel? All right, you're the telemarketer. You've called me. Uh, hello. Hello, it's Kelly from yeah. Vodafone. Yes, bro. Um, oh, yeah, look, I reckon that I'm okay at the moment. Beep, beep. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Cal, we're going to be triggering you. Oh. Good on oh. you, Cal. Thanks so much. So two days, all right. Yeah, okay. Look, can we go lower than two days? Belinda in Millicent, how long did you last in your job? Uh, I lasted a day weed picking at a flower farm. <laughs> oh, no, Belinda. Uh, were there many weeds? Uh, yeah, uh, Yes, the whole paddock looked like weeds, kept stacking it all day, full prickles, <laughs> hated it. How many weeds do you reckon you picked up in that day? Uh, I don't know. I know I whinged because it was hot, it was dusty, it was dirty. I hated it. Um, Belinda, did you quit the same day or did you wait and ring the next morning and go on out? Oh, uh, no, I quit the same day. I was not going back. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Belinda, well done. One day. Okay, let's see we, uh, if we can get less than one day. All right, Morfitt Vale is where we find Brooke. How long was it? Six and a half hours. Oh, oh Brooke. <laughs> what were you doing? Um, I was bookkeeping for a steelkeeping company. 
mm -hmm. uh, steel recycling company. And um, yeah, so it was a bit on me and a bit on the wife. Um, she was sick of being a stay-at-home mum and wanted to come back to work, but I also didn't like the job. <laughs> right. So, yeah, it was yep. great. <laughs> Hired and, and fired in the same day. Oh, wow. And you weren't really that fussed, were you? Or were you no, no, I wasn't. No, it was fine. Good on you, Brooke. Okay, six and a half. Can we go? Oh, yes, we can. Okay, Zach in Largs North. How long, buddy? Uh, I was there for five hours. Zach, <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing for five hours, mate? Uh, I was at a local supermarket, just doing night field, just stacking shelves. Right. And what, uh, and what happened? Why were you there for just the five? Uh, I'd done the five hours and then the following day was at my first payday. So I thought being 15 years old, fell into an abundance money at the time I thought it was and I uh, went out and bought an Xbox game. Oh, so you were done and then, then you didn't need it. Yeah, I had enough money to buy me a video game and then, yeah, called it quits because I wanted Just to play the game. Bit of instant gratification there. Good on you, Zach. Yeah. Hey, Zach can, you, can you remember how much you earned in those five hours? Uh, I think I was about 12 bucks an hour, so yeah, That's about 60 bad. bucks. Good on you, mate. Well done. At least you put it to something useful and got your Xbox game right. We're sitting now at five hours. Oh, my God. Can we get any less? Oh, hang on. We've got an anonymous. I love anonymouses because it means that something saucy is going on. Hello, anonymous. Uh, how long? Three hours. Three hours? Three hours. Doing what? Why are we anonymous? <laughs> my girlfriend and I were living in London back in the 80s. And we'd been there a few months and we'd run out of money and we saw this job for um, topless waitressing. And we thought, oh, we could do that. So off we went and we sort of had scarves sort of around our necks to, you know, hide ourselves. Yeah. Anyway, after about three hours, we realised it wasn't just the topless waitressing place. There was oh, more to the mm, view than that. So we skedaddled. Uh, right. Did, did you get paid? No, no, the oh. worst thing went back the we next night. They wouldn't oh. pay it. I was oh. horrified. Oh, no okay. tips? Oh. No what? No tips. <laughs> yeah, okay. oh. Thank you, Anonymous. <laughs> Thank you. There were plenty. Okay. Uh, okay, we're at three hours. Uh, we've got on the Automasters text line Charlotte two hours at a fruit and veg market stall. Oh. She was 16 and she couldn't do the maths. So she just bailed. Oh. Yeah. She just a nothing oh, no. worse. I remember at Foodland trying to work out the change sometimes and getting very confused. Mm, you should have spent a little more time listening in your mathematics classes, yeah. Beck. Okay, yeah. so we're down to two hours. Oh, my God. Hang on. Angela from Seaford. Angela, you're going to top two hours by the look of this. How long did you last and where? Um, I took a job at Barnacle Bills and I lasted 45 minutes. <laughs> oh, Ange. What happened? Because I didn't think about it right because I'm a vegetarian and I didn't realise how much I'd be having to touch fish guts. <laughs> I started feeling really sick and I just said, yeah, I actually can't do this. <laughs> and I just left. 45 minutes? Yep. Wow. Um, Ange, we have to do this for you. You have been added to Beck and Soda's Gallery of Greats. Oh, and congratulations. A golden grater coming your way for 45 minutes. A vegetarian in a fish shop. <laughs> nice work. Well done. Uh, good on you, Angela. It actually sounds like a joke. So a vegetarian walking to <laughs> a fish shop. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Six to nine weekdays. SAFM.